2: Let's start the conversation right now with Kevin McCarthy, former House Speaker, joining us around the table in New York. Speaker, good morning to you. Good morning. Let's get into it. Do you just assume Nikki Haley's going to leave this out and it's going to be Trump versus Biden all over again? Yeah. I mean, think, it's about 30 days before South Carolina.
0: She's losing South Carolina. At the end of the day, I do not think Nikki Haley wants to lose her home state that badly. I think she'll probably pull out. Uh, I think it's difficult for her to win the majority. But the one advice I'd give to President Trump It's about addition, not subtraction. His speech in Iowa is much different than his speech in New Hampshire last night. And what I would do if I was him, I would draw Biden into the campaign. Because every time Biden goes out, he shows his weakness. Biden cannot fix his biggest problem, his age. Immigration has now overtaken um, the economy. And the problem here is for Biden is he created it. There was no new bill that passed that created this rush of people across our border. It is just his administration policies. So he doesn't need the House and Senate to work out an agreement. He can do this administratively. So he's in a really bad position. He won last time by hiding. He cannot hide. So if I was Trump, I would start pulling Biden out. I would make the issue. But remember, a re-election is a report card. Your first election is uh, aspirational. What are you going to do? Now there's going to be a report card on what you did, and no president has walked into a re-election in modern history
2: lower than this, even Jimmy Carter. Well, the former president has got to do something about attracting independents. Yes. The evidence that he can do that based on what you've seen in Iowa and New Hampshire?
0: You can, because the, the, the challenge is... Um, Looking back home, you sit here and you talk about data. What's happening in Wall, Wall Street? Voters are going to be voting on the passion of what's happening on Main Street. And if you look at what those interest rates are for a small business to get a loan at 12 percent, nothing's happening. So that's not going to change that drastically between now and November. And they feel it. They feel inflation when they go there. They know what the price of gasoline is. They see the border. Think of this. There's not one Republican in Congress elected from Massachusetts and Massachusetts has a state of emergency based upon the southern border. You you're here in New York. What does the mayor and governor say their number one issue is immigration? What is Illinois, a very big blue state governor, he's crying, "Don't send any more buses." So
1: on immigration stuff. with Trump basically now being the de facto nominee, is that going to paint the fact that maybe this deal can't get done because why would Republicans in the House give Biden a win ahead of November? Well,
0: if you're elected, you want to solve a problem. The hang-up isn't with Republicans. The hang-up is with the president. Will he change his administrative policies that he put in place not by any vote? And he is holding back doing that. In the House, we but have I'm a very small...
1: about sma- the border Ukraine aid package, the supplemental that the Senate is working on. Yeah.
0: Well, talk- let's talk Do border. That Ukraine done? and supplemental is different. Do I think it gets done? I think it's very difficult. Every day that... Uh, progresses less likely. But remember, in the House, you passed a bill. When we were Speaker, we had a four-seat majority. Well, we passed the strongest immigration bill, uh, border security that we've ever done. We haven't been able to do it when we had a 30-seat majority. And what you've watched—that sit over, that sat over in the Senate—they have not acted. That's a Senate majority. The President hasn't taken any administrative action. You've got now the President even saying the border is not secure, something he hasn't said in a long time. He's got his own Secretary saying something different.
1: All right, so if you think a supplemental doesn't get done, what about actually funding the government? How many stopgaps is it going to take? Well, I think
0: it's a mistake. Look, I did a continuing resolution to be able to solve this before the end of the year the numbers are already there. If they continue where they are right now, and it's the far right, the Freedom Caucus of the Republican Party holding it up, you spend more money and you lock in uh, Pelosi's policies. If they would just start moving the appropriation bills uh, do this now, they would spend less money, they would put more conservative policies in, and there would be a victory. So, so they need to focus in the next month to get that done. Let's put the Freedom Caucus to the side for a second and talk about the main uh, frontrunner for the Republican Party, Trump, and talk about some of his policies, do you think that a 10% tariff, blanket tariff, is a good idea? Look, the president has always been very uh, open to think that America has lost in this, and I think he's changed the opinion of America when it comes to China. So that's not going to be the number one issue people are voting on. They're going to be voting on the economy, on immigration, on gas prices. But a lot of businesses are going to be voting with their money. And they don't want to see that. They think that it's a tax on the U.S. consumer and that the person who's going to really experience it is the person who's going to Walmart and the person who's going uh, to Target. Do you agree with the 10% tariff? Look, you're thinking this is going to defeat President Trump going in. It's not going to defeat President Trump going in. The president, is he has an American first policy, whether you agree or disagree with it. He has transformed what, what you look at Republicans and Democrats looking at China itself, not to have an advantage over America.
1: When it comes to the general election, we already saw it yesterday, Kamala Harris, President Biden, they're out talking about abortion. How difficult is this issue for President Trump if he wants to win these independence in the seven swing states
0: okay you just talk about the rally they had to talk about abortion yesterday
1: because they want to make it an issue
0: yeah so how many times were they interrupted during this rally about abortion to go after republicans 14 times fourteen times the president was interrupted in a staged event that he thought he could attack republicans about something this is why i tell president trump engage president biden go to a campaign with him every single day because his policies have failed we've had five embassies he had to evacuate we have war we we've, we've got now the axis of evil like the nineteen thirties We've got inflation. You have all the things that Trump can say you did not have under his policies. So, yeah, abortion could hurt, but let me tell you one thing, too. Abortion was on the ballot last time when I was leader. We won five seats in California and five in New York. We won in Oregon. We won in Arizona. You've got to take the issue head on, but I firmly believe when the economy is this bad, when you've got immigration just strong, that well, outweighs the, the other economy, issues. The economy, a lot of people say, is very good. What do you mean it's bad? Well, just what I made the point before. You talk about data and you say the economy is better. Go out to the American public, leave New York and consumer go out and listen to what they're saying on
1: hair. Friday so that people are starting to feel better about the economy. Michigan consumer sentiment. Gasoline prices in New York now below $3 a barrel. It's $5 in California. Well, that's also some state issues when it comes to taxes, you know that. All right, there's homelessness everywhere you go. That That's
0: a Democrat-run state. People feel something they haven't felt before. If you look at a poll in California, you look at independents, think immigration is a number one issue. Even Democrats, it's a 70-30. If you look at Democrats themselves, because remember, when you run for president, you want to bring your base and you want to expand it. Well, the majority of Democrats think President Biden is too old. If you want to talk data, if he gets reelected, there's a higher probability that he doesn't finish out his term based upon his age and the vice president comes in. She's not very popular for the ticket itself. You've got internals people still talking about. You've got people who ran Obama's campaign openly saying, if he's on the ticket, we lose. You've got Democrats worried if they have to run under his ticket. You've got those who've run for president before saying you should switch him out. That's not strength going in. That's why I believe the sooner we get two individuals debating, it's a benefit to the country. Well, let's see if
1: even both of these individuals get on the stage and <laughs> debate. But Speaker McCarthy, before you go, we have a few issues we have to ask you. One, do yes. you think Speaker Johnson is going to get a motion to vacate like you, you were suffered and lost your gavel?
0: I, I don't think you can. Look, that, that was eight Republicans. One person made the motion. It was eight Republicans. So he had support in 94. But you watch what transpired after that. You went a month and you couldn't find somebody. And the top of the people who had the capability of doing the job got knocked out. So I think internally people look at that. It it was really based upon one member who moved it. he didn't want an ethics complaint to come forward, and if you, if you, I saw ABC yesterday, it's coming forward, so he's willing to disrupt the entire government to try to protect what he has done privately he doesn't want out. That's going to come out anyway. I so don't know. think
2: enough people know your story, from flipping yeah. cars as a student <laughs> to winning on the lottery, I think the first lottery and buying a Delhi franchise. I think this is really important. Do you think that your party has left behind that traditional conservative vision of equality of opportunity and upward mobility do you think that the former president donald trump understands the essence of being a conservative in america
0: well i think there's a debate about conservative, but i think he understands the entrepreneurship behind it i mean my story is too. i grew up in the town of bakersfield Father, a firefighter, moved, car, moved furniture on his days off. I didn't have money. Didn't have money to send me away to college, so I went to community college. But I always had a work, uh, work ethic. So I met a guy that had a car dealer's license. He happened to own a liquor store, and I, I paid him a hundred bucks to take me to the L.A. car auction. And I flipped cars. Now it was illegal, but I didn't know it at the time. But I would go visit my friends who were away at college, and this weekend I was going to go to San Diego State, right? So I go to the grocery store to cash a check the day before the lottery starts. So I buy a lottery ticket and I win the lottery. Now it's 1985 it 's only five thousand dollars, but this was before Biden inflation, so it, me- it was something right and so when I came back, I took my folks to dinner and I took the majority of the rest of the money and I take risk, I put it into one stock, yeah, I made thirty percent of my money in six weeks. At the end of that semester, I took a break, and I tried to buy a franchise, but they wouldn't sell me one because I was only 20 years old. The other thing, I never give up, so I opened my own deli, not a franchise, and I did pretty well. And at the end of two years, I sold it because I, I wanted to finish college. I now had money to pay my way through college. So I imagine you're not going to open another deli. What are you going to do now? Well, the, the end of the story is... Cabinet secretary? <laughs> no, no. There, there, there was a co- the local congressman. He said, be an intern in, in Washington. Um, I didn't know the man, but I thought he'd be lucky have him. So I applied, and he turned me down. But I ended up getting elected to the seat I got an in- internship for. Look, I believe the very best in America, that America is more than a country that's worth an idea. We need good people in there yep. serve. I will do whatever to help, but, I, but I'm going to go back to my entrepreneurial roots and uh, my do Bloomberg some things to the enough. economy. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for the future investor